Okay, so, um, gonna be talking about the martial arts again and why it is uh, not of God. And I'll be talking about um, various testimonies. Okay, here we go. Bruce Lee and the martial arts, the Christian perspective. At the outset, let it be understood that any combat self-defense training for those who are given the authority by the government to keep the peace in society, country, such as various police officers, as well as police forces, as well as the military, is according to Romans chapter 13, verse 4, scriptural. Those particular individuals are authorized to keep and obviously train for the use of a weapon for the use of a weapon or weapons. This would apply to the weapon of the empty hand as well. However, the authorization for the government powers to bear the sword is never an individual is never for individual vigilantism. Bruce Lee was dubbed the little dragon by many. In fact he was born in the year of the dragon in nineteen forty in San Francisco. Millions of martial arts enthusiasts around the globe are followers of his fame and fighting concepts. He is the first name that comes to mind to almost everyone who is queried onto most popular and respected martial artists of all time. His 1973 film, Into the Dragon, has become a standard in the fight film genre. His spiritual religion of preference was Zen Buddhism, and he adapted many principles from these types of religious philosophies to his fighting style, Jet Kune Do, or The Way of the Intercepting Fists. As far as he and Jesus Christ are concerned, Bruce Lee was the enemy of the Lord. Even as far back as his school days in Xavier School in Hong Kong in the 50s, he wrote in a personal diary that he had no need of, the, of God and hated to having to recite the Lord's Prayer at the commencement of the school day. He, brought, he bought the devil's lie in believing in self, which he fully subscribed to till the day of his death in 1973. Bruce Lee brought the violent martial arts to the screen in a smooth, polished, and fascinating package, much like the Beatles did in bringing rebellious rock music to America, a clean-cut way on the Ed Sullivan show. The deception of the multitude of martial arts out there continues across the globe, largely due to its influence of people like Lee. Hence, this introduction to the Christian biblical position on martial arts which follows. Firstly, you may ask why this article on something that is seemingly so trivial and unconnected to the church at large. Answer, there is a real need for clarification on this often and confused topic. Many are suffering spiritually and in other ways lack a proper perspective on this issue. Consider the following. One, you may have been or presently are or will be involved in martial arts in any, in any one of its various forms in the future. Two, you may know some Christian who is interested in doing or is doing martial arts, perhaps a younger or older brother, sister or cousin, etc. Three, even if neither of the above applies to your situation, still you will eventually come across this subject among your families or friends that may even be in your church recreational ministries. You need to be armed with the Christian's perspective on this matter. We all know, sorry about that. Okay, Went a little too ahead there. Um, here we go. 
We all need to know the biblical truth regarding the practice of the martial arts. In actuality, there are many, many people from small children to senior citizens who, who are participants in the martial arts who would also call themselves Christians. The number seems to ever be on the rise as fear for personal safety also increases among people in a new terror-filled society. Then there are the numerous self-defense and sports classes involving the martial arts that are advertised and offered almost every year from the physical education department in high schools and colleges, universities, to the recreational organizations such as the YMCA, which actually stands for Young Men's Christian Association, to individual private schools that, around, that abound across the world, colorfully displaying the superiority of their style or system, not to mention the violence glorified in the movies or combative action heroes who are idolized by many. A flashy kick or deep meditation by the spiritually involved grandmasters is wild by people of all ages and backgrounds throughout the world. The term martial arts generally refers to a collective body of various personal or individual fighting systems or methods. The English words taken literally, of course, convey the obvious. It is the art of fighting or the body of warlike arts. Usually one thinks of some popular philosophical based system of self-defense from the Orient, such as karate, Aikido, Tai Chi, and Kung Fu. <clears throat> within these within these is turn exist a whole slew of different styles not to mention many others specific to certain countries and areas and eras which have passed which have passed down from generation to generation still to these still add to these the modern day combative sports such as boxing wrestling and the like and you have a phenomenal array of styles and methods of physical aggression which have evolved over the years, and which have many devotees practicing and teaching them. Its benefits. The reasons given as support for being involved in martial arts will always invariably fall into one or more of the categories listed below. Here then are the top 14 reasons under seven categories why many Christians, as do their secular counterparts, advocate involvement in the martial arts. One, external security reasons. A. It is necessary for self-preservation and increase the odds of survival if attacked. Self-defense. B. It is necessary to protect my family and the other loved ones or my innocent fellow man <clears throat> from evil men. 2. Inner security reasons. A. It teaches how one can attain self-accomplishment and self-confidence that can be transferred to any other life situation. B. It teaches one how to achieve inner freedom and peace. 3. Recreational and therapeutic reasons. A. It is fun. B. It is therapeutic such as Tai Chi or similar slower art. Even Tai Chi has Taoism, a false religion of yin and yang, seeking oneness with nature. Without Jesus, of course, as its foundation, it teaches how to maintain balance and proper posture. Okay. Four physical conditioning reasons. A. It builds the muscles and is good for overall conditioning. B. It is a fantastic way to stretch the limits of the human body and to display 
such skills and qualities as as speed, power, limbless, gymnastic capabilities of various sorts, etc. Five, scientific and athletic reasons. A, it is a wonderful, precise science. The physics and kinesiology behind it are fascinating. B, it is a beautiful art. The forms of collection of various sub- subsequent sequence movements, not like not unlike dance choreography. Six, religious ministry reasons. A, if I master it, I can use it as a ministry tool and bring others to Christ. That is a big mistake, especially impressionable youth who might not otherwise come to him. See, that's the thing. Um, you can't use this to bring people to Christ. The Bible says that it's by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, that people are drawn to Christ. Okay? Jesus said, if my name is lifted up, to, uh, if my name is lifted up, is lifted up I will draw all men unto me, okay? If they don't want to come to Christ, they don't want to come to Christ. You have to accept that and just keep preaching the word, okay? It's the Lord that draws people, okay? Like a moth to the flame, the Lord, the Holy Ghost is the one that draws people to Christ. You can't rely on gimmicks because if the gimmick don't, isn't there anymore, or let's say you were uh, um, once a Christian martial artist but then you find out that the martial arts is of the occult and you gave it up guess what's going to happen to half of your followers you know you you know followers for christ they're going to leave because that's what they were really there for christ is about quality not quantity okay b by practicing it with the christian philosophy of love i can focus minimum injury to my attacker <laughs> <laughs> as goals and thereby achieve peace with my fellow man while getting his respect. No. Martial arts is about self-defense. You're not going to try and be like, you can't be like love love and want to bruise your enemy, okay? If you're going to go into a fight, you have to, it takes commitment. It's a, it's a one-mind show. If you have two minds in you, the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So if you got two minds going on, well, I don't want to really hurt him. I just want him to get him off me. No, you ha- you have one body, one pair of eyes, one pair of hands, one pair of feet, one head. It has to be all working together, okay? Well, kind of like uh, those, you know, those uh, Japanese anime robots cartoons, right? The guys uh, doing the 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 moving the, the gears to focus on the punch and the, and moving the limbs. You can't do that if you're double-minded. One person got to be in the driver's seat, and that's you. Know, you have to have one mind in the martial arts. Everything got to be one, just like with Jesus. Everything has to be one. Okay, it's one or the other, and the philosophies combat each other. I'm not trying to compare martial arts to uh, the Christian life. But what I'm trying to say is, when you have to, uh, when you you have to commit to the mindset of what it's needed for it to work it has to be all going to be all Jesus or all of the martial arts that's it okay seven egotistical reasons a frankly it makes me feel more like having like a man having the knowledge that I can handle any physical altercations and prevent sudden potential embarrassment or harm to myself or my family due to the antics of some bully or a would-be assailant B, honestly speaking, I do kind of like the way others are by my knowledge and my ability in the martial arts. The Christian martial artist or 
really the martial Christian, what a contradiction, also asserts that he can indeed learn and practice while rejecting the Antichrist philosophy that is behind many of the arts. He believes that as long as he can treat it purely as physical exercise and not bow down to any of the other gods or spiritual teachings that comes with it, that he's fine with God. Now, for those of you who are dogmatic adherents of an acceptable form of practicing the martial arts, please brace yourselves as this mighty carnal stronghold in your lives is about to be pulled down by spiritual weapons, which will affect your release, will in fact release and give you true freedom. For in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and every one of the satanic, of the wicked one who is interested not in the things that be of God, but the things that be of man. Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. Reasons listed above that are also that are often given by deceived supporters of the study and practice and teaching of the martial arts will be categorically and unequivocally exposed for the lie that it is by the light of God's word and will be disposed by of we pray from your thinking and life by the presence of the illuminating Holy Spirit of God. One just needs to lay down human wisdom and yield to the foolishness of Christ, the cross of Christ, which the world and Satan perceived as the epitome of weakness. As we understand the meaning of the cross and let the Holy Spirit apply the truth in our daily lives, we will see that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. The thing about being a Christian, okay, you trade a lot. You have to trade away the way of your thinking that is worldly for Christ. And a lot of times, you know, like the world sees the cross as foolishness. They see the ways of Christ as foolishness. Back in the day, in the times of Rome, Christians were the most hated. They thought they were dumb. They thought they were just completely stupid people because of what they believed, according to Christ. Okay. And a lot, a lot of men... Okay, a lot of men will, will struggle. They will struggle with this sometimes because Christ flies in the face of a lot of things that we are taught in this world. Christ is for if you are a slave, then, you know, uh, to bless your enemies, bless the man that is truly uh, that is truly treating you cruelly, poorly. Um, don't don't defend yourself. Don't pick up the sword and kill him and. This this is a God that um, a lot of people, if you don't have any real faith, you you will be stuck in the martial arts. You'll be stuck. Okay? Because this is a daily walk. And a lot of people, when they hear this, especially some Christians, and I have told um, fellow Christians about this, they get very angry. Because deep down... They don't want to live like Christ the way he is, like live meekly or live weak like the disciples did. It, it, is, it is something that many men despise. Okay? It is, not a, it is not a comfortable road living for Jesus. Many will lie about it. They'll lie about the martial arts. They'll lie about um, living for Christ. You could join the military. All types of lies to avoid the truth of Christ. Because deep down... A lot of people despise the Lord. A lot of men, you know, we want to be able to protect our wives and our children and our family and have the respect of others. And sometimes being with Christ, that you don't get that. 
You do. It's the truth. You don't get that all. You do not get that most of the time. Someone hits you with a lash, you're not to hit back. Okay? You won't get the respect of the world following Christ. You won't get the respect of certain family members or your own parents by following Christ at times. Because he's the light and he, he basically says, suffer with me. He basically says, lay down your life. Lay down. Someone hits you, let them hit you. They take your stuff, let them take your stuff. They brutalize your wife and kids, forgive them. Vengeance is mine. Many men would curse Christ to their fate, to his face, then lay away of the martial arts. And God is like, okay, I give you a choice. Okay? I give you a choice. Live in my weakness. Okay? Or live in your own pride and strength. The choice is yours. Let us, us consider then the above reasons from the standpoint of God's word. If one is willing to humble oneself under the teachings of Jesus Christ, it would be readily apparent from the following that the practice of the martials is diametrically opposed to the truth as it is found in Christ. The teaching of martial arts is inherently wrong. The practice of learning to actually strike or harm someone through punches, kicks, locks, throws, etc., or simulation of doing such things is inherently wrong. Jesus does not advocate violence or techniques to overpower on anyone physically. He wants us to be able to be gentle and forbearing, <clears throat> entrusting ourselves to him who judges righteously and will pay the evildoers. See what I'm saying? He certainly doesn't want his followers to practice self-defense. He is our defense, and he will never allow a threatening situation to develop for a person who is a child. I, I'm sorry, that is not true. Who's a child and servant of his family. I'm sorry. Christian, it says in the Bible, Christians are lambs for the slaughter. That is not true. I'm sorry. We are, for thy sake, we are slaughtered all day long. I am sorry that you are going to be brought up. The more you follow Christ, you will be brought up to be more um, trusting of him and none of yourself and be and get to a point where you're okay if somebody hurts you. You're okay if somebody victimizes you because in the end, um, you'll trust Christ that they either get saved or they get punished for their evil deeds. But in the end, you'll understand you know how Job said, "Though he slay me, I will. Though he slay me, my soul will still trust in him." That's the goal for Christ in our lives. Okay, servant of his family, whereby he won't either whether he won't either deliver you through whatever means his will to use at that time or allow for some hurt and pain to come in for the gospel's sake. Nothing in the life of the child of God happens for bad ultimately so long as he depends on the Lord and obeys him. God will help his children in any situation, even vile ones. Either one of the three things will happen ultimately. We get killed and go to be with God or we will get injured or three, we will three, get deliverance by God some provision of other another person or some other means. The Bible is full of such examples. Hezekiah, Hezekiah Paul, Elisha, etc. It is ultimately an obedience and faith issue. It is also a humility issue. If we believe that he will never allow anything bad to happen to those who follow his commandments, there is no fear of the future of any circumstance, even unfavorable and unexpected ones. He's sovereign. He will do things for his glory and for his ultimate good. Okay. 
The art is obviously not a peaceful thing. God opposes the violent man. Martial arts, contrary to any of the adherent claims, most definitely encourage a subtle development of pride and carnal competitive, competitive spirit <clears throat> in an art that emphasizes survival of the fittest mentality through diligently study of the destructive empty hand and foot weapons and instill the individual an inclination to be in the ready position to get involved in a violent situation whenever and wherever it happens. The practice of the martial arts is a positive hindrance to spiritual growth. Basic stretching or strengthening exercises are not wrong when kept as a small disciplined part of a one's life. First, Timp First Timothy, hold on one second. First Timothy, uh, chapter four, verse eight. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promised the life of that is now, of that which is to come. But the foundation elements in the soft as well as hard martial arts are wrong, and it is liking it is like inviting a wild horse to live with you day by day, while trying to control this new animal of pride with all sorts of associated carnal thoughts of self-defense and ego and competition. You are trying to live a gentle, holy, and peaceful life. Psalm thirty-three, verse seventeen: A horse in is a vain thing for safety; neither shall he deliver any. By his great strength. Who is their right spiritual mind would introduce a break to the progress of a holy life, which would be uh, imitating gentle, nonviolent Jesus, the Prince of Peace, who did not break a bruised reed, nor did he quench a smoking flax. Uh. Isaiah chapter 42 um, verse 3 A bruised reed shall not break And a, the smoking flax shall not quench Shall he not quench He shall bring forth judgment unto truth Psalms 11 Psalms chapter 11 verse 5 The Lord trieth the righteous But the wicked and him that loveth violence His soul hateth The Christian martial artist is a contradiction If there ever was one He is simply trying to serve two masters at once and that will never work. Yeah, being double-minded. If the origin indicates that the whole thing started with Buddhist monks who learned to defend themselves from surrounding belligerent peoples while trying to attain spirituality, then what does the Christian who has God as his defense have anything to do with it? Some would even argue that the arts did not start with the Shaolin or the Buddhist monks. And that's actually in the biblical times. It can be traced back to Egypt, which makes it worse in some sense, because the spiritual significance of Egypt in the Bible, Egypt represents bondage. Can, cannot we see that the very origin, the very origin, is pagan and wrong? Whether we embrace the religious and philosophical and metaphysical aspects of the martial arts, we must still understand that it is inherently wrong every way you look at it. After all, if the goal is self-preservation, then what good is it for someone to be standing around praying? when he or she is trained to hurt and kill. This too is quite obvious, not in tune with the Spirit of God at all. Training for self-defense purposes is to add God's provision for deliverance from evil men. Can God use something one mighty? Yes. Yet, he doesn't say train in self-defense. However, we note in Scripture that he has often uses the weak and the few in order to accomplish a mighty deliverance so that the glory goes to him. We are very, we are never to be self-sufficient or to do or practice anything that promotes that. 
for self-sufficiency before God is an abomination and a child of and a child of pride. Many martial artists will have the symbol of the dragon under their motto. Who is the dragon in the Bible? None other than Satan. Let us be wise and reject it. The man who practices martial arts and claims allegiance to Jesus Christ will never mature in him fully as he ought to. He is behaving like a heathen child, learning how to fight physically so to promote a better sense of security. When a person's complete confidence is in God, then he has no need of any martial arts or weapons or an earthly army even. All that's necessary is to do God's will. Remember, God's will is whether you live or die, you praise the Lord. That's it. If God wants to protect you, he'll protect you. If God doesn't want to protect you and you're allowed to go through pain for his glory, that then so be it. That's the will of God. Okay, it's whatever he wants. You have to be willing to have your life in his hands, whether it makes you feel good, comfortable, or, or not. It's basically like a marriage, you know, for better or for worse, for better or for worse, sickness and health, in good times and bad, till death do I part. Basically, like, that's what it is. That's what God's will is. The martial arts is not all in is not at all in God's will, but actually mutilates against mutilates against the word of God. Our time and energy must be invested in reaching the loss for Christ and in building up his kingdom and for the love and service of our brethren, not to spend a lifetime trying to Christianize our own lusts and interests and then try to offer them up for God's services either. The Lord is not mocked. We will continually repress um, peaceless thoughts as a result of being in the martial arts and the only art we will be developing in the spiritual sense is the art of forever trying to justify what God shows is clearly not the lifestyle he has ordained for his children there is no example of any believer in the New Testament ever trying to physically defend himself or others to save themselves out of physical harm the principle is to turn the other cheek which at the very least tells us not to waste our God-given time, energy, and resources to train in self-defense. On the contrary, the Lord says to the godly first, and then we do not resist others when they unjustly persecute us, then his glory may rest on us, and he, must, and he can even use the opportunity to win some of our enemies to him. He never dictated us that we ought to be measured or controlled um, measured or controlled responses, fighting skills to calm down an aggressor by hurting them only so much and then win his respect. No, he does not advocate that. Hurting some anyone or self-defense training rather than aspiring for belts and degrees, let us seek to be filled with the spirit of God and the fruit of the spirit as listed in Galatians chapter 5, love, joy, and peace. If we insist on living in the flesh with a worldly mentality to responding to violence or dabble in something that promises false peace, or if we use something even for physical conditioning, when it is inherently wrong and diametrically opposed to weak, lowly way of the Lord Jesus Christ, or whatsoever purpose our so-called benefit, then we will be left in the desert to wander another forty years until we humbly, until we walk humbly before Him with a total reliance on Him and Him alone. The greatest commandment to love their neighbor as yourself, exemplified by those who understand that love makes itself vulnerable at times, so as to save the sinner who hurts. It's never 
even thinking to retaliate. See what I'm saying? When the Lord uses <clears throat> used the specific word in the Old Testament, an eye for an eye or tooth for tooth, he did not modify it for the New Testament followers. Rather, in sharp contrast, and perhaps shocking to many, he said, do not resist an evil person. And for emphasis, he said to take the punishment instead of <clears throat> instead of almost inviting um, more by being non-retaliatory and show them the love of Christ and for a Christian to entrust themselves to God's hands instead. Why would a Christian spend time developing carnal weapons when the actual warfare and attacks are essentially spiritual in nature? God has given us spiritual weapons that will literally bring down many evil spirits, which are the real enemies acting within the evil aggressors. How we have forfeited the truth and sold ourselves to the cunning dragon's lies, who is quite content as long as we are wrapped up in the natural and physical realm and never mature enough to even to exercise proper use of spiritual weapons. The armor of God in Ephesians 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but with principles, powers, and spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places. So the Lord very logically and graciously provides us not only insight into the nature of our struggle on earth, but gives the weapons with to defend um, which to defend ourselves, the true God-ordained self-defense, and to defeat the dragon and his emissaries. Okay. Here are some of the final thoughts. There are many books and philosophies and interpretations these days, but the question is, how much faith do I have in the word of the Lord? If we had proper faith, then we would not be worried about our personal safety like people who do not have the Lord as their God. So ultimately, it is a faith, a faith issue also, if we were spiritually minded and we were busy with obeying God's call to spread to spread the gospel, helping the poor and handicapped and engaging in spiritual warfare, praying for spiritual victories, then we would not have time for things such as that are childish like martial arts. That's just the plain truth, brother. To the degree some have uh, the time for any some have time for any carnal pursuit like MA. Like martial arts, they are robbing God of the rightful service due him and hampering their own spiritual progress as well. When I was a child, I spake as a child and I understood as a child and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. Please receive the truth and do not be offended because there are others who have had to face this truth, who have surrendered to God's perfect will. Okay. Well, that's basically it. Okay, um, it's up to us. Like I said, this road is not easy. All right. That's all I could say. Please receive the truth. Do not be offended or at that part. Um, right. Do not be do not be offended because there are others who had to face the same truth and have surrendered to God's perfect will. Please read the new article. All right. It's up. To, it's basically up to you. Okay. This life is not easy. He never said it would be, and he gives us a choice. He gives us a choice. Many of us will settle to be in the matrix. Many few will endure and have, and allow God to work in their hearts and minds 
to walk away from the matrix. It's the truth. Peace and God bless. He who has ears, let him hear. Amen.